You're listening to Gippsland Perspective on 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. You've hopefully heard that we at Life FM are celebrating 20 years on air. We'll be reaching that milestone this Sunday. In the early hours of October 29, 2003, Life FM began transmission. Someone who was integral to getting Life FM on the air was Deb Bai, who was CEO of Life FM from its inception in 1999 until 2015, and is a voice I'm sure long-time listeners will recognise. I had the pleasure of chatting with Deb recently about the establishment of Life FM and about the highlights of her journey with the station. Deb, welcome back to Life FM Gippsland. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. I'd like to honour the people that have gone before us, 20 years on air for Life FM coming up this month, but obviously a lot of work before 2003 to get to air. Indeed. It all started about 1999 when I went to a... um a conference, an international broadcasters community radio conference in Brisbane with the idea of plugging into the vision network because it was nice and easy. That was my plan because um, God was calling me back into Christian radio and because I was at the ABC, I thought that was the cheapest and easiest way to do it. God had other plans and he put me in touch with these people. On the very last day of the conference, this lady came up to me and said, do you remember Bonanza, the TV show Bonanza with the big map? And we'd been looking at the map of Australia and where Christian radio was in Australia. At that stage, it was only Tasmania that was licensed. And there were a few other broadcasters that were doing test licences. And Victoria, there was nothing, absolutely nothing. And she said, I saw the map of Bonanza. And out of the middle, where sail is, came this fire. And I thought, yes, you've had something on your Wheaties this morning, dear. <laughs> Didn't know her from anyone. I just met her. And it turned out it was a real prophecy because um, we ended up, uh, she was uh, involved with Rima Geelong and uh, we started getting things happening. Rima Geelong was just uh, about to be licensed or around li- that licensing time. Light FM was doing test transmissions. They were called something else at that stage as well. Anyway, so I uh, came back and thought, okay, God, prayed a lot about it and got some people together, a good prayer team, and, and uh, we pulled together a steering committee well, I pulled together a steering committee of people I knew who were good prayers because it had to be built on prayer. And unless the Lord builds the house, we labour in vain. So I got some key people from different denominations who I knew would be strong prayers, and we said, OK, God, what do you want? And it, the doors just flooded open. We had no tax deductibility. We weren't um, incorporated, all that sort of stuff. Just sort of started unwinding and folding into place. And the Christian Outreach Centre, as it was then, um, came on board. I'm I'm jumping ahead and all over the place because it's so long ago. We had a dessert night. You might have seen the photos. And uh, we said, it's free to come, have some dessert with us, but you have to pay to go out. (laughs) And nothing was tax deductible because we wanted to test the waters and see if this was what God wanted, would there be some support for it? We got $26,000 in untaxed donations. So, you know, that was kind of a sign that, yeah, we're on the right track. Uh, And there was people that just came from everywhere. And we, at that stage, thought we'd only get around the sale area. That same night that I met the Bonanza lady, her name's Jan, by the way, (laughs) um, I met another guy called um, Rod. And he was uh, an engineer, uh, a broadcast engineer who lived in Sydney and charged a lot of money per hour and said, I will help you. And he was the one that determined that the transmitter had to be on Mount Tassie and the studio had direct line of sight with where our office happened to be. 
And that was another God incidence, as I call them. There's no such thing as coincidences. It's all God arranged, I reckon. Previously, about 12 months prior to that, I'd been talking with a friend who at that time worked in the Anglican Registrar's office. And we were just talking and said, oh, we've really got to find a place for an office. Because at that stage, it was in a bungalow at my friend's house. And it wasn't really, you know, good having people coming and going <laughs> up the driveway. So, and the registrar heard us, overheard us talking and said, oh, I've got something you might be interested in. We're just using it to store archives at the moment. And I knew the archivist, so that was handy. And so we went up and had a look. And as soon as we walked in, we said, oh, yeah, apart from the steps, such potential. And then when um, Rod confirmed that it was um, the place with a direct line of sight to the to Matt Tassie, to the transmitter. It was like, thank you, Jesus. It was... It just... just That just kept, happen, kept happening all over and over and over. And even when we got our licence, that was unprecedented. We'd, we applied for a test licence. Within 12 months, we had a full licence. We had the paperwork and all the work in the, in the meantime, but um, that was unprecedented. Some, play, some community stations had been doing test broadcasts for years... Mm. And yet here we were in 18 months, you know, unbelievable. So there clearly was a need, as you said, you went trying to get hooked into the Vision Network, but there clearly was a need in the region for Christian radio. Local Christian radio. Mm. That was the emphasis that God was giving to me. I started in Christian radio in 1984. Uh, I was in Mackay, we had a a test broadcast, and uh, we were praying for someone to be released to go and learn how to do it. And at that stage there was the... Uh, the station in Hobart. It was called 7HFC then. Mm-hmm. So I went as a, a missionary uh, to uh, to Hobart to learn and it was all ex-ABC people who were, re- who were running it. And so I was basically trained to be an ABC broadcaster, which was interesting and it sort of unfolds. I'm going back that far for a reason because then I um, came down here in 1994 as the manager of ABC Radio in Gippsland. I had to look it up on the map, didn't know where it was. I was applying for managers' jobs all over the ABC, all over Australia. And I met in 1999 when I started doing deputations to go out and tell people, we want to start this radio station and we're going to call it Life FM, you know, Life for the Community, all that sort of stuff. And um, this lady came up to me in South Gippsland. She said, I've been praying for Christian radio in Gippsland for 20 years. And I said, isn't that interesting? Because God brought me into Christian radio 20 years ago. And it was... I mean, that's just taking it to the nth. But, I, I mean, for me, that was like, okay, rubber stamp. <laughs> You're on the right track kind of thing. Yeah, so it was a confirmation. You alluded to it before, but the challenges of getting it off the ground, just doing all the paperwork and trying to organise the finances, thing, you said there were openings that God provided for the station, but, but the challenges to get it on air would have been immense. Well, the first thing was communication because no-one knew about it. The internet was only new. Back in 2001, that hit sort of started and this was um, what not even you know it was in its birthing pangs so to speak so the first thing I did was ring a friend who knew computers her name's Beth and I said mate I need a database and we need to get all the churches and we need to write letters to all the churches to tell them what we're doing and so we did it in the bungalow at the back of the house in and um, so we bought a computer (laughs) 
actually, I think I leased it. <laughs> it was one of those big, chunky windows things. And uh, we set up a database, or she set up a database, and then that just sort of rolled, and then we started having um, deputations, mm. and we did PowerPoints. That was new too. <laughs> it sounds so bizarre now, doesn't it? Because it's just secondhand. We, we just do stuff. Um, but that was a huge thing to do a PowerPoint presentation, and I had a projector, and that was pretty new as well. And, and it was all learning. We were learning so much. And, of course, I was manager of ABC at the mm. same time. And then um, in 2003, when we were getting ready to do a test broadcast, um, it became very clear to me, because I, I was always keeping them yep. separate, um, that I'd have to leave. And I really struggled about that because, yeah, it was a... It was a nice job, good pay, all that. And we worked out if uh, we, if I did leave, I'd have to go 12 months without any income. Mm. Ended up being three years. <laughs> yeah, that was challenging. Yeah. But it was a God thing. Yeah. And even though I struggled with the decision to leave the ABC, it was, it was the right thing to do at the time. And um, the three years unemployed gave me a different perspective. Mm. Not unemployed, but with no income, um, effectively a, a home missionary, sure. for want of a better way, living on faith. Um, I didn't starve. I had a roof over my head, you know, and God looked after me. It was amazing. Wow. And um, I sold Tupperware <laughs> in my spare time, but even then I ran out of time to do that. So, but God was providing all the time. We were never, ever in debt. No. We had amazing stories. Even, even before we got on air, we had people coming... And, and I always had the door open. Mm. If, my, if the door was open, you were welcome to come in. And one day this guy came in. He said, can I have a look around? We'd only just put the desk in, uh, the studio desk with the, you know, microphones and things. And uh, I said, look, there's nothing to see. It's all computers at the moment. We haven't even got live broadcasting at this stage. And... Um, and he said, oh, I just want to have a look. And he was there for about an hour and I had a touch. We were talking, you know, it's nice. He said, have you got a pen? And I said, yeah, and he got his checkbook out. And I should backtrack a little bit because we had all these bills yes. that needed to be paid. I used to just get the mail and say, God, you got mail. And I spent a lot of time on my face saying, OK, we need to meet these bills, Lord, you know. And there was about 10 grand, that, just under 10 grand of bills that we needed to yeah. have paid. I never, ever look at a cheque when someone gives me a cheque. Mm. You know, I just thank them and thank you, Jesus, and okay. on they go. He gave me the cheque, put it in my pocket. He got halfway down the steps and said, excuse me, can you come back, please? Because <laughs> I'd pulled the cheque out of my pocket. It was $10,000. I said, and I told him, you know, that I don't ever look. And I said, can you tell me why um, you chose that amount? He said, God told me to. Mm. Wow. So, you know... <laughs> That sort of stuff happened all the time. It was just just amazing. We'll hear more from Deb by shortly on Gippsland Perspective. This is David Braithwaite on 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. Back now to my interview with Deb Bai, inaugural CEO of Life FM Gippsland. So what was the moment like when officially on air? Was, was it a button pushing? Or what was the <laughs> we started off, we, we had a week uh, or two, two or three weeks where we were linked live from the transmitter to the studio when we were doing test broadcasts and we got a bill from Telstra for $1,000 a week and we said, well, that can't happen. Mm. So we disconnected that and that's when we started the loop mm. and we did a little ad that said, help, I'm in the loop, send money, <laughs> caught in the loop and people still remember that. Yeah. Uh, so we did that for quite a while before um, we were able to actually get a link uh, up and running and that was a big process as well. 
the night we went on air, it was it was amazing because we couldn't find it on the radio. Oh no! <laughs> we ended up sitting in my car in the, in the outside at two in the morning. Um, because we could tune into 103.9 and, yeah. and find it on the dial, whereas the radio was a, 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 a analogue dial, so we couldn't find yeah. it. It was hilarious. And we eventually found it, and um, the first song we played was Basic Instructions. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, before Leaving Earth, the Bible, of course. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, there it was. And we started getting calls from all over Gippsland. It was awesome oh, at 2 wow. in the morning. And we had a map on the wall. I don't know if it's still around. It is, um, yes. And we started putting pins in the map mm. because we weren't sure who was going to be able to hear. Yeah. And when people started to call us from W Tree and, and Galantope and places like that, that we said, oh, look, you know, they'd been such awesome supporters. Yes. Um, and we said, look, you're probably not going to be able to hear it. And they could. Wow. God had just opened up the whole of Gippsland to to something that we said, look, it'll probably just be around the sale area, but people at Painesville and Bairnsdale and Omeo, yeah. you know, they could all hear us. It was just fantastic. Down to South Gippsland, East Gippsland. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. And uh, now you can hear... Globally, now we've got the streaming service now. Yeah. Since the technology has advanced so much, people are actually listen. Oh, yeah. and, and you take photos, you can put them straight on the internet and, and Facebook and get interaction and, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's more than just the radio now. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned about the loops here. We've got a pile of, uh, a small pile here of uh, CDs. So these are some of the loops you played back in the day? We initially played them from the station and then it became clear that this wasn't going mm. to be something that ended quickly. <laughs> So we bought another another uh, couple of computers and um, we had some um, audio software, audio, yeah. audio programming software that no one knew how to work. So we ended up going to Queensland on a little tour <laughs> to some other stations that knew how to work it. Gladstone was yeah. fabulous. Rumour in Gladstone, they helped us. And um, Beth came with me and we did a, uh, sort of a recce tour. And then we uh, came back and we put... Um, 24 hours of loop on a computer and then we'd schedule it uh, to start the same loop at a different time each day during the week so that you wouldn't hear the same yes. song at the same time. It's very clever. Beth was very clever with all that. And um, so we'd drive up to Mount Tassie wow. once once a month and we'd or, or, or more and then we'd switch over the, the hard drives. So it was it was full on and if it went off air, we'd have to drive up and press the button to turn it back on again. So Beth was very resourceful. She found this um, automatic switch we could just bring up. <laughs> and as I said, because technology was just yeah. ploughing ahead, it was it was becoming more and more attainable mm. and accessible. And so we had this, now we didn't have to go and drive up. We could just ring up and press a button. Sometimes it didn't work and we had to drive up, you know, midnight. So it's two ladies driving up Mount Tassie. Yeah, so... If anyone doesn't know where Mount Tassie, have you been up? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All the big transmitters and we've got yes. this little fridge-sized <laughs> thing in the in the transmitter hall. It looks like David and Goliath. And it was interesting because when the when the TVs would go off, mm. ours would stay on. Mm. And and because it was hooked to the yeah. the Channel 10 tower. Yeah. Having been up to Mount Tassie and driven up there, I'm very thankful now that it's all uh, it, it's a little bit more automatic today with all the transmitters yeah. from the, the sale office to, towards Mount Tassie. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's amazing how things have, how things have changed and technology's got a bit better and the resources are actually there to do it to mm. the public. Some more highlights. Um, either on air or off air. Imagine you're getting a lot of testimonies, but a lot of memorable programming and interviews that you did over the years. 
The first Christmas we did was fun. Um, I loved Christmas and Easter because we could really go nuts. <laughs> I mean, it was 100% Christian music when we were doing yeah. it, so that was that was a different sort of format. Mm. And um, we had... I remember going from driving from here to Geelong, which I did quite a lot when we were establishing policies yeah. and regulations and getting all the rules and doing the, the licence application, which is like... It was like three big fat folders that we had to post in a box because you couldn't email anything. Yeah. It was You know, that was beyond email. Um, and we had all this paperwork we had to put together and, and that was my forte, I guess, um, as well as overseeing all the scheduling mm. and doing the interviews and things because I did a morning program for a yeah. while. But that was all pre-recorded as well. And because I had... Uh, and I had set up a little studio at home as well so I could do recordings, mm. recordings there. But um, there were so many testimonies. Um, and it was interesting because now I'm working with the, the Uniting Church Presbytery of Gippsland and I went to a synod meeting. I'd never been to a synod. Mm. That's all the yeah. churches in Victoria. And I got a text message from a lady who was in the in the auditorium, are you from Gippsland, are you Debbie By from Life FM? And I said, yes. And I thought, oh, this is creepy, being stalked. <laughs> and she said, I'd love to meet you. And I thought, okay. And um, I met her in, in a break and she said, thank you. Mm. Um, I was a student in Tarelgan and that was my lifeline. Oh. And here she was leading one of the one of the sessions at Synod, and I thought, wow! I cried all the way back to the motel. <laughs> it was like, thank you, God. It was just a confirmation of, and that was after I'd left, of course, mm. because I've been gone for a while now. Yeah. But you know, the confirmation of that's the residual of what God can do, and and the seeds that were sown and that are still growing yeah. across, yeah, people's lives. In terms of volunteers, um, did you have volunteers across Gippsland or were they mainly centred around, around the sale area? Early days we had um, news, newsletter folding teams and posting teams and all that sort of stuff. Um, lot, like I said, a lot of stuff behind the scenes and things that needed to be done and we relied on people who were obviously yep. handy. We started an office in Morwell mm -hmm. um, at the Church of Christ, yes. which was the, I'm not sure it's still there, the little... The office is closed, I guess. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had a little satellite office there so we could include people in the valley. Um, and when we started broadcasting, we I was doing deputations all the time, mm. so I'd be listening to people's voices and, yeah. and tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, would you like to learn? And we, we, we made it public as well. Yeah. But, um, and we had some very interesting <laughs> responses. Um, and we had a, we had a scheduled um, yeah. training program, yeah. so we, you know weed out the, the good ones and but we never ever got live because while well, I was there anyway mm. so we never did, oh we did a couple of live pro mm. beg your pardon a couple of live bits but not on air constantly 24 yeah, hours full on yeah. yeah full on over the years people are still enjoying the station it's, it, it's obviously changed from when it began but we, we try to appeal to a broader range of people but, uh, but also we still want to keep that yeah. The Christian message out there, really, and from the work of y yourself and uh, committed team back in the day, where yeah, we're very grateful for that effort that was still there. Life in today. Well, it's confirmation for me that it was a God thing because it's still going. Yeah. Um, it didn't finish when I left, so that's great. That's a um, that's a always good for a leader to <laughs> to have left some sort of a legacy. So yeah, it's uh, it's been challenging. It's been stressful, very stressful, <laughs> but you know. God's in control, so it was. It was always yeah. we knew that whatever happened, and it was there was instances where we said, "Okay, God, if it's got to end, let it end. Let it end honourably with with you know." Um, and we, when we were challenged with money or stuff, you know, 
some people would give big money and expect to be able to run the place, you know. So we said, you know, donation's a donation, no strings and stuff like that. And, and so that was a growing time for us spiritually as well because we had to rely on God so much mm. for everything. Yeah. And as I said to someone the other day, I actually did a management course while I was doing all this yeah. and we had to do budgets. And they said, use your, let's be productive and we'll use the budgets that you're currently using at work. Of course, I had no income. <laughs> I, I could do all the expenditure yeah. stuff. And the guy who was leading the course said, well, what's this? I, called, I said, it's called a faith budget. Just blew his mind. But what an opportunity to witness. Yeah. I said, we've never been in debt. Yeah. We've always paid our bills on time. Yeah. Always. Even the big transmitter bills. Mm. Never, never, ever had to, um, you know, please explain. <laughs> so, yeah. God did an awesome thing. Absolutely, and still is. So. Deadby, thanks again for the work that you and all the volunteers did back in the in the day to, to establish life in Gippsland. And it's been really great to hear about the journey over the, the initial journey over over the best part of the 20 years you were there. And uh, yeah, thanks for your time this morning. So many more stories to tell, but thank you. That's Deadby, without whose vision we may not be here broadcasting positive and encouraging content across Gippsland. To help us continue doing so, donate to Life FM by visiting our website, lifefm.com.au or phoning 5143-0355. That's 5143-0355. You're listening to 1039 Life FM Gippsland, celebrating 20 years of life-changing radio.